Welcome to the HQ Podcast. I am your host, and you are now listening to Relationships with Rob. Boom! Welcome, guys. This is a brand new segment to the show. I am super fired up to get this part of it going for you guys. Why? Because I truly think we don't know how to be in relationships anymore. Whether they're with family, friends, significant others, we need to start opening up the conversation. We need to give insights to not just our successes, but our failures too. It's all about learning from each other and taking the perspectives that others may have just to give us a broader overview of our situation. When you increase your awareness, your decision making becomes much more solid and you just become magnetically attractive to people. Because the vibes you give off are just super enlightening, they're positive and just people want to be around that. So make sure to subscribe, share this episode if you found it, it could help someone you know. And our very first guest on the show is a dear friend of mine. She was in my accountability group for SOGA with Lewis Howes. That's short for School of Greatness Academy. And I've known her for just over a year now. And the amount of growth she's been through is absolutely incredible. But we're going to get into all of that. Stephanie Adair is a social media influencer, self-developmental guru, and fitness enthusiast. She grew up in a single-parent family home with two brothers in San Dimas, California. With the separation of her parents, she found it challenging to believe relationships could be a success. At the age of seven, she decided to take a different path than the rest of her family and seek the ins and outs of emotional intelligence. Learning how to change the negative paradigm she once believed to create a new one. By 17, she moved a few states away and it took it upon herself to build a life she was proud of. Years later, Stephanie is happily planning for a wedding, going to school for physical therapy, and starting her own brand movement. Guys, I can't wait for this episode. So make sure to tune in where you are following along. And I'll hook up all Stephanie's links in the show notes so you can follow her journey and find out what she's up to on a daily basis. Alright, so without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the HQ. I have a very dear friend of mine with me today, and I'm super pumped for this interview because it is the very first of its kind, okay? So pay attention closely because it's going to be an awesome one. Uh, Stephanie Adair, she's a self-developmental guru, a social media influencer. She is the CEO and boss of her own life, and I'm excited to have her on the show. Stephanie, thank you for coming on. Hi, Rob. How are you doing today? I am doing super fantastic, and I'm glad that you're here with me today. So uh, we've known each other for a year now, actually. It's good to connect uh, finally. And um, I know you've been up to like so many things, and uh, we're going to get to that uh, in a little bit. But, you know, just let's talk about uh, Stephanie. Like, what is she? what is she up to right now? What are you up to? Yeah, definitely. So I have a crazy day ahead of me. Um, I'm just kind of relaxing and, uh, you know, I was preparing for this podcast with you, Rob. Uh, But actually, tomorrow I am going wedding dress shopping. So I'm just trying to get my all my errands done and uh, just get organized for this coming weekend. It's going to be a big, exciting weekend. That's awesome. So wedding dress shopping is definitely exciting time, um, but it's also a stressful time. So I wish you the best of luck in that. Um, but no, you're going to have tons of fun. Is, is like the in-laws helping you out with that? Like the mom, the, the future in-laws, I guess? Do you mean uh, financially or you mean tagging along? Tagging and, uh... along and, and kind of looking around. 
Um, not, not so much. Um, Jason, my fiance, Jason, his mom is actually a nurse and she works all the time. Like it's so crazy, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep her included on it. Um, I have my family and a lot of my friends coming. So yeah, I'll be sending her pictures via, uh, text message <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool i mean um so we uh, i just wanted to mention this briefly uh we have a little bit of a connection we you're korean somehow right like there's a yeah. little bit of korean in there okay so yeah um and the reason why i ask is because there's this whole like thing for koreans if like you're shopping for a wedding dress you're always with your in the in-laws kind of like always floating around and then that's where like the the drama happens but that's it's where we're going. Okay, so how are, how are you, like, um, is it your mom's side or your dad's side? Korean? What do you mean? Your Korean. Oh, how? Yeah, it's my mom's side. Actually, um, just a sh- little bit of short, brief history. My, my grandfather actually met my grandma, that's Korean, from Korea. While he was um, actually in the military, he was in the Navy and he met her. So he ended up bringing her over and that's that's how I got here. <laughs> cool. All right. So we'll get into that. All right. So we'll fast forward a little bit. Um, so how did you really get into this whole like self-development kind of uh, area, the realm? Yeah. So um, it really just started when I was pretty young. Actually, I would I would say it was about seven or eight. I grew up with a single mother and um, I was with my both of my parents up until the age of six and then they had split up. So actually at that time, I started to see a lot of conflict arise and um, just a lot of distress coming from my mother and um, just a lot of anger and tension built up. So at that time, um, I was just really shy and quiet as a child and and I wanted to learn how to be a, a positive influence in other people's lives and how to think more positively about my own life because for a short amount of time or maybe even a couple of years, my parents splitting up and just the anger from both of them. Um, I could definitely feel like I was starting to become almost a negative person. And actually it was when I had a few family members and friends tell me, you know, Stephanie, you're so negative, you know, just, and then I could tell that they started wanting to be around, want to be around me less. So at that time I was like, okay, I really need to look inside and make a big change. And the craziest part about all of that was I was only about seven or eight years old when that happened. So from that day, I promised myself that I would become a positive influence for not only myself, but for other people as well. That's honestly like the, the most touching story I've ever heard in my life. That's like amazing. At that age, no one is ever thinking about that. Um, and, and the reason why that's very touching is because I have younger girls and, you know, they, I also help a lot of men whose uh, kids were aged around that age where during the separation. And so, um, no, I commend you for taking that really, really leap of faith, like all like right away, as opposed to just, uh, I guess the way I used to cope was, you know, I'd run away, I would drink, I would do drugs and kind of, uh, you know, escape from all that. So good that you uh went into that uh realm with the with the conscious awareness of doing that so cool and uh you're you have a lot of followers on social media and you're kind of uh doing this influencing thing so how did you um get started with that yeah so actually uh, it started in high school for me i uh i definitely started i think that's when instagram started or 
somewhere around that time. And I had jumped on board and I created a, an Instagram and I was very, still very insecure at that time. Um, just a lot of, a lot to do with my upbringing. But with that being said, um, actually I created a separate Instagram for my, for my fitness journey because I wanted, I knew that there was positive people out there, just not maybe directly around me. So I said, Hey, I'm going to try and get in some kind of little niche and do something that I love where, and join people to follow me that actually promote health and wellness who, who promote, uh, you know, positivity and good vibes. So that's when I made that other account. And um, I wasn't ashamed at all. I almost felt as if I was a different person, like I had a fresh start. And that's really how it got started. Um, I really didn't have any followers, but I didn't even care at the time. I just wanted to have a place where I felt, you know, secure and where I felt um, not judged, you know, or substantially less than I was on my other account, you know. Um, yeah, I just wanted a place for a fresh start. And that's really how I got started. And ever since then, I, the funniest thing is that all those people who, you know, who I didn't want to like see my stuff, because I thought they might make a negative comment, or make fun of me. The funniest thing is that they actually started following me. And the next thing you know, I started having like all these people from high school following me, and sending me messages and just telling me that they're thankful for, you know, the motivation and tips that I could give them. And, uh, you know, people telling me that I changed their life. And it's so crazy, because I really thought that I was just being me, I was just being normal, you know, for once. So that was, um, that was really the big break there. And then ever since I was very dedicated to, you know, posting every day and making it a requirement for myself to be able to be a leader and um, to positively influence other people's lives um, and just motivate them really. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you guys are uh, interested in following here, I'll put that link in the show note, but for sure the intention shows there um, your intention to positively influence your crowd because your posts are extremely insightful. They very, I, I read them all. So they're very, very insightful and they do help, um, you know, whoever is listening in. And I think it does, it doesn't even matter if you're in the health and fitness realm, to be honest, it's just, um, you know, but it's, it's, it's cool that you have your little niche because you do like to, um, I guess promote that as well, the the whole body and mind and and balance. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, cool. So let's get into, I was just curious, actually, is that where you met your, uh, your soon to be hubby? Um, So actually, it's a crazy story. So I worked at uh, Fleming's Prime Steakhouse and Wine Bar for like, you know, a little over the past three years. And uh, the bartender uh, where I worked, I was, you know, friends with just everyone at work. And the bartender's name was Corey. And then I always had seen Jason coming in and just sitting at the bar, but just coming in with um, a couple of his friends and talking to Corey. And I thought that he was just a customer. I didn't know that he was like best friends of Corey, you know, since they were like tiny. So anyways, I saw this guy like looking at me and I just thought it was the weirdest thing. And, um, you know, I just went about my day and, and, you know, there was a time like a couple years ago where Jason had actually started following me on Instagram and I knew that I saw him like at my job, which is so weird. And then, uh, you know, and then he followed me on Instagram and, I thought this guy is a, he was definitely very positive, but um, he wasn't necessarily someone that I saw myself getting with, 
or dating um, potentially. So anyhow, um, to make it not too long here, one day, um, you know, a little over about, yeah, a little over a year ago, I was walking into work and I think I was like a little bit late. So I was like rushing and I was kind of doing like that fast kind of like walk jog thing to get into work, you know, and then I see him come around the corner, but I didn't think anything of it. And he was with one of his friends. And then all of a sudden, like I'm crossing the street to get to my job and he turns around and like kind of runs up to me and shakes my hand super awkwardly. And he's like, hi, I'm, I'm Jason. I know we sort of kind of know each other, but I just wanted to say hi. And I was like, okay. You know, I just thought it was so weird. (laughs) And, uh, anyhow, so I go into work and I was just, I was just like thinking about it. I was like, wow, why, why would that guy do that? So weird. Right. And, um, so anyways, a couple days later, I saw him inside, um, he was sitting inside the bar and he was just talking to Corey. He was eating a, you know, a meal. He was eating like a big steak and everything like that. And, and then, you know, I didn't want to interrupt him because he was eating, but uh, I had clocked in and I was like, oh, I wonder if I should say hi or not. So I was kind of just looking in that direction. And then next thing you know, uh, you know, I see his buddy kind of tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, man, you know, this girl's looking at you. And uh, <laughs> then he looked at me and I was like, oh, gosh, now I have to say hi, you know. So then I, um, I definitely like I walk up to him, I give him a hug and say hello. And then I just go on with the rest of my day and still not thinking anything of it. Right. And uh, yeah, so from there, basically, he he knew that I like to work out and enjoyed those type type of things. And um, that's something that he also is highly interested in as well. And so he invited me to go um, to the gym with him. So we did that a couple times. And then it was weird because he would say, hey, you want to grab lunch right here after? Just get him some quick protein. And then I was like, uh, you know, I was thinking to myself, I kind of got to go home. You know, like I got other things to do. I'm like, why does this guy keep asking me out to lunch? Like after, you know, I was just so <laughs> clueless about it because I was like, you know, I wasn't even thinking about dating someone at the time. And um, so, yeah, after that. This guy pretty much, you know, wanted to take me out on dates. And um, I really started to fall in love with the type of person that he was and how he treated other people. And um, one of the things that I always said to myself is whenever I do decide to date someone or marry them, I want them to be well-respected by others and just uh, just have that sense of genuineness, um, you know. And he, he had all those things and... And everyone loved him and just, he was so good with kids. And I said, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I'll go out with this guy a couple more times. So, um, this is the funniest, craziest thing. So this guy, one time we were out, um, just having a drink, you know, after I got out of work and we were talking about Vegas for some reason. And he says, he says, oh my gosh, speaking of Vegas, I have, um, he pulls this voucher out of his wallet, right? So random. And he says, I have like $200 or $300 I need to cash in. Oh, and it expires in like three or four days. And I was like, you know, I just had one drink, but I don't drink like super often. So that was enough for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Vegas. You know, (laughs) of course, I said something like that. And then um, I was totally actually just kidding. And uh, he took it seriously. So a few days later, I was driving home from work and he was calling me. And so I answered my phone and he said, 
hey, uh, I'm just bu- booking the rooms, you know, for Vegas. Um, where would you like to stay? And I was just like, can you hold on one second? And I, and I put it on, on hold and I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, this guy thinks he can just like, take me to Vegas. Like, and then I was, I was like, is, is he serious? Like, does he just want to go for fun or does he want to go, you know, because I was just curious about what reason like prompted him to say that. And um, anyway, so we, I never do this and I never, honestly, in the past three years or a little over that of working at Flemings, I have never had like, a full weekend off, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I check. I was like, well, let me just check my schedule, you know? So I checked my schedule. I ended up having Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Never, ever, ever happened to me before. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. (laughs) And um, I'm like, and I was still thinking about it. I think I still had him on hold. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get back on here and answer him. I just, I just don't know about this. I never do this. But then I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to ask, you know, Corey, I'm, since I knew Corey for the past few years, I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to Corey about this and see what he says, you know? And, um, so I got back on the phone with Jason. I told him, yeah, like, you know, I'll just get back to you. Um, let me get back to you tomorrow or something like that. And then he said, okay, you know, it's no big deal. And then the next day I ended up talking to Corey and he was, uh, you know, he told me, yeah, you know, Jay's a really cool guy. He's been one of my best friends, my, almost my whole life. And, um, you know, he's, he's a really good guy and he has pure intentions. And I was like, all right, is this guy just saying this, you know, because they're like homies or what's going on here. So anyhow, we end up booking the trip to Vegas, right? We go to Vegas, we have a great time. And the most surprising thing was, uh, Jason was very, very respectful, uh, you know, my wishes and just my morals and things like that. And that, I think that that was the biggest shock for me. And on the drive there and on the drive back, I was thinking to myself, okay, this can definitely uh, be a very awkward time. Like, it definitely has a good chance of being awkward. Um, You know, just because we haven't, like, sat in a car together for a few hours, you know. And uh, anyhow, we we were good. Um, We just had a lot to talk about. We were sharing each other's, like, you know, values and things that we, you know, our passions and things like that. And the weirdest thing was, like, I, I knew what I wanted out of my future. So when I, I intentionally asked him first because I wanted to see if it aligned with what I was going to say to him without him kind of changing the script. And so he told me, you know, he's like, I'm really passionate about fitness. I'm really passionate about helping others. Um, you know, I love to serve the Lord. And, and one day I want to own my own gym. And when he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy, he, he's got to be either he was stalking my post or he knows too much <laughs> about me. Like, you know, and then I was like, really? You know, I was so surprised. And uh, anyways, yeah, from there, we pretty much just hit it off. We had a really good time in Vegas and it was just going around and um, we were actually just trying to, like, meet people. We were trying to meet people and, like, you know, talk to them and exchange stories and stuff like that instead of the typical Vegas experience, you know, like we were hanging out all morning long. We were trying to go to like different restaurants, get the best food, try the best drinks, you know, all that stuff. And we had a great time and um, it was just definitely not what I expected. So when we had gotten back, um, you know, I still wasn't sure. I'm like, okay, so like, are we like dating now or what's going on? You know? 
and he says to me, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure about, you know, I really like you and all this stuff, but, um, you know, I don't know about like, I don't, I don't believe in calling someone my girlfriend. I would prefer to call them more words of endearment because, uh, these days, like if you call someone your girlfriend, it doesn't necessarily mean something really special, you know? And, uh, and so a, a couple of weeks go by and then, you know, I spend the night for the first time and he says to me, I can tell that he was kind of nervous, but he's like, I want to, um, he's like, I know this might sound kind of weird and I'm not necessarily asking you to be my girlfriend, but I'm very interested in you and I want to court you. And I didn't even know what, like, I, I didn't even necessarily know what that meant at, at first, you know? And, uh, so I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, I just thought it was kind of weird. And, um, <laughs> so I, I kept living my life. Right. And, uh, weeks went by and we, and we started calling each other every single night. And I, I, my sleep is precious to me. Okay. When I got home from work, I just wanted to go straight to bed cause I was so tired. And, um, yeah, basically he would call me after I got out of work and we would talk or FaceTime till like four or five in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm a super awkward person and I can never talk to someone for this long, you know, keep conversation going for so long. And I'm like, this is so crazy. So, um, yeah, shortly we started spending more and more time together. And, um, you know, we realized that a lot of our morals and values were just so, so similar. And I feel like that's something that's very important when it comes to dating someone and at that point, we were definitely, you know, quote unquote, Facebook official. <laughs> you know, we decided to do that and um, just really take that step forward and make it known to our friends and family. And um, yeah, the rest is pretty much history. And we're still kind of uh, writing our story. Okay. No, that like I'm listening in and I'm just like, I'm super happy for you that you found that, you know, because I... You were right. Everything that you were mentioning about how you weren't, you know, just thinking about going into a relationship or anything like that. Like that was totally, uh, you know, one thing that I picked up and like this guy just comes up and just swoops you off of your feet as if like, you know, it's nobody's business. And no, I want to definitely, I can't wait to meet him, but if I ever come down there, Um, but you know, we were talking a little bit about this off air and, um, I know you guys have some hard times, right? So obviously, because um, we we're talking about how people, when they see your, your Facebook posts and stuff like that, they think it's all like, you know, unicorns and rainbows. It's all lovey-dovey, but you guys have your hard times and stuff like that. So let's talk about those and, you know, how you how do you guys get through those times now? Yeah, definitely. So uh, just going back to when I said we have a lot of um, similarities as far as values and morals. There are definitely still times where we disagree, and um, I'm the type of person that just kind of likes to debate, <laughs> and that doesn't mean that I, I could not even be mad about something, but I kind of just want to debate my, uh, my side of the story, you know, or what, what I believe, and, um, you know, I think that every single relationship is going to have those differences, because I feel like if two people were exactly alike, um, I just... I don't know. I feel like that little bit of uh, natural tension is okay. And it means that, you know, you do have an opinion and you about, or sorry, and that you value yourself enough to voice it. So 
that happens often between us. And we're both so stubborn that I kid you not, sometimes we go on and I call it debating because we're not even mad about each other. And we don't even, um, you know, debate about anything like super um, important, if that makes sense. So the stuff that we debate or, you, you know, some people could say argue about we thought about it. We argue about diet, nutrition, just the most ridiculous things for like a couple hours. I'm not even joking with you. <laughs> so um, with that being said, um, we've definitely learned to just kind of accept and hear the other person's opinion and what they believe and say, okay, that, that's okay that you believe that. And I believe this and that's okay. Um, and we don't have to debate or argue about this for hours because it's okay that we're our own people. And that's actually a positive, good thing. You know, whereas a lot of people, they, I really feel like in relationships, when they get into that type of quarrel or argument, they, they make it more of a negative thing than a positive thing. And I think that that is okay to do. And I think that it could be positive in, um, in the sense that you, you know, you're staying true to your beliefs. But uh, something that we've come to realize is that it's important to actually hear the other person out and hear their side of the story and hear what they have to say. And I say that because a lot of times people, they have a one track mind of the things that they believe. And if you have that, and if you have that kind of mentality, you're not going to accept or be open to anything else but what you believe. So we've really been good at just being quiet and listening to what the other person has to hear and really just respecting each other. And, and that has helped our relationship grow significantly. And so instead of hearing that, okay, I say, you know, sometimes I'll listen to him and then I'll voice my opinion and say, you know, if I agree or disagree with whatever it might be. And um, we just pretty much we just pretty much end it there because we know that we value both of each other's or each other's opinions. Yeah, that's awesome. And I and the one big takeaway that I'm taking from there, and I'm writing this down, obviously, is it's okay to debate your side. I mean, it's okay to have your opinion. I love that, um, yeah. and, and that's for sure. I mean, it's because you're respecting yourself as opposed to letting resentment build and people pleasing, which is great. Um, but listen, um, that's that's the one thing that I put in in exclamation marks and i love how you say that because for sure i mean we always have this innateness to kind of be reactionary and just say things to react as opposed to just hearing what this person is saying right right um, i am guilty of this for sure like 1000 percent of having the one track mind of mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say as opposed to what the other person is putting back into my brain as opposed right. to, yeah. So no, for sure. Obviously. So awesome. That's the, 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 those are great tips. And um, I wanted to ask you a little bit before this actually was, you know, before you got into your relationship and you, you were obviously very busy with your business, your work life, you're juggling a lot of things. And if there's people out there in, in a similar kind of land, um, you obviously felt different about your relationships uh, going into that before and then after how did that kind of change and what was like one of the two tips that you could bring to somebody who's maybe sitting on the fence and not allowing that to happen 
Yeah, uh, something I was going to definitely say, I'm going to mention this because I think it kind of ties in and it applies to the last question that you asked me. So one more thing that I wanted to mention was that I think that a lot of people and especially girls are so sensitive to their feelings and um, sometimes men don't necessarily think of the most flowery thing to say to a woman, you know, even if it's not disrespectful at all, women are so usually very sensitive, okay? And uh, I think one of the things that I've learned is that at the end of the day, he would say, I, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. I, I love you so much. I don't know why you took it that way. So I think just not, just not assuming that the other person has the worst intention out for you is so, so important because and this is going to tie into the question that you just asked because I didn't even really want to date anyone because I, I knew that I liked to live a certain way and that I knew that I was sensitive and I knew that, um, you know, I, I got offended by a lot of different things or, you know, I had, because I had a, I had a low self-esteem when it came to certain subjects or topics, like maybe being overweight or, you know, not thinking that, um, you know, I was good enough, just stuff that the negative thoughts that kind of creep into anyone's mind from time to time. So that was just a big fear. But I say, um, I would definitely say, yeah, just letting go of that and really just giving the other person the opportunity to love you. And I think that that's so important, or just in general. So before I had a pretty crazy life. And I liked it that way. Because to me, it might have um, came off a little bit selfish, but I was okay with not dating uh, guys because I knew that I could get I could get forward in life, and I knew that my emotions would never be triggered by a man, if that makes sense, or just anyone. You know what I mean? From being in a relationship, because being in a relationship is a lot more difficult than uh, people may perceive it to be, and people may perceive a relationship to be you know, super easy and so positive and always happy all the time. And, you know, just something that enhances someone's lives. But really, if you take relationships seriously, it's so much more than that. And you really have to give so much of your time and yourself to the other person. So for me, that was the biggest transition. And honestly, out of everything, the reason why I was willing to give my time to Jason was because he really, really showed me how much he cared in just very subtle ways and just things that he said. And um, I could tell that he didn't only care about me because he always talked about other people in his life as far as his family and friends. He always cared about people so much. And and I said to myself, I, I was just so in shock that someone talked so little of themselves, but about so much positive things about other people. And I said, I, I, this is something that I could really or could really be an addition to my life instead of just dragging me down because that's the mentality I had about a relationship. I really thought that it just meant that someone was going to drag me down and, um, you know, kind of hinder me from getting to where I wanted to go. And one of the first things Jason said to me is, you know, I, I see so much potential in you. And I just want you to know that I'm never going to hold you back. And I'm always going to help get you where you want to go because that's the most important thing to me. So hearing that, hearing that from him in such a genuine tone and in addition to all of the, you know, amazing actions and things that he already did and, you know, 
did for me and things like that. Um, I, I really, at that point, just wanted to give him, I wanted to give him the chance. And, uh, and to be honest, he, he's never let me down ever. So up until this point, you know, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for sure. I mean, it sounds like the universe was just pushing you guys together in every sound, every angle of your, of your story. I just, I feel like that that was happening to you guys. And so it took a little bit of yourself kind of letting go of the armor as well. But it also, this universe is just too strong sometimes. Yeah. And if you're just meant to be together, uh, you definitely are. Uh, I'm definitely rooting for you guys. So you guys are engaged. Yeah. to be married um so when is the date when are you guys getting married so we're shooting uh for like mid-april or uh early may of 2019 um and i know a lot of people said oh it's kind of like you know a little while away or a longer engagement but i'm totally okay with that because we we're only engaged for such a short amount of time um, or sorry, we were only together for such a short amount of time before we got engaged. So I really just wanted to have that time to really, really get to know uh, Jason and to really lock in my mind and be so sure about him. And and I know that I am. It's I feel like when you are in love with someone, and I honestly know that this guy is never going to leave me, and he's always going to stay true and faithful to me. So it's just a feeling uh, like none other that I've had before in my life and I'm definitely willing to give my life to him. No, that's yeah. awesome. I'm going to be following up with you guys. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be showing your whole process on your stories and stuff like that. So that's cool. I'll be following along. This is really exciting. Um, but I feel like I talked to you about this all day, I think, but um, obviously I want to be a little bit mindful of your time and we do have um, something I want to talk about actually. Uh, so you, are writing a book soon. Um, talk to us a little bit about that and, uh, you know, when you're planning to, to release that and what it's going to be about. All right. Yeah. So my book, um, I'm still working on the title because uh, that's something that I want to be very powerful and impactful and really have people want to pick it up and read it because I know that books have been something that has kind of been popular in the past uh, couple months to a couple of years, but it, it's always transitioning. Sometimes people are into books, sometimes people aren't, but I want to write a very powerful book that gives people the opportunity to feel inspired, motivated, and to actually make changes in their lives based upon my story. So my goal is to end up writing a few books, but the first book that I am writing um, really just has to do with my life up until this point. And uh, I want to just show people that no matter what type of upbringing you have or what type of situations you're placed in, um, even as far as jobs and such things like that, that you have the decision to change everything. And that the most important thing is really, truly self-belief. Because if you don't have that, Everything else, that, that is the foundation and, and your house will crumble apart and your life will crumble apart if you don't have that. You won't be able to take the next steps. So my goal and my vision is to be able to get people to change their thinking, change their limiting mindsets and beliefs into knowing that they can really do anything. Um, when people like tell me that they don't, they don't feel like they can do something, I'm just, 
I'm in complete shock. And I'm like, yes, you can do that. Um, and I think it gets so much easier once you have done the things that you want to do. It's easier to help other people and say that you can do that. But I remember just like, as far as finishing this book and getting it published, it is, it is a process, at least for the first time. And um, honestly, I've even had, you know, I've been a little bit scared to do it. And I felt a little bit held back a few times. But I do firmly believe in my mind that I uh, definitely have a good word to spread. And that I know that I will get in touch and have the right opportunities with the right people, such as yourself, um, in, in doing so and in the process. And I know that people who have done and accomplished things themselves and are living a happy life really want to help other people. And I think that that's a big uh, misperception that people have, that people that have experienced success in certain fields people think that they don't, those type of people wouldn't want to help them. But I really think that's the farthest thing from the truth. Because once someone starts to feel those positive things for themselves, they want to be able to share it with other people. And um, those are truly good, genuine people who, who deserve your time and who you, you deserve, um, or sorry, they deserve your time and you deserve for yourself to ask for help. So um, yeah, just as far as the book, I'm super excited about it. Um, I know and I'm so thankful that you're going to help me in my process to getting it published. And yeah, just uh, with this book, um, like I stated before, my vision is just to change as many lives and influence as many people as I possibly can. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm going to definitely follow up with you. That is a much needed book. Absolutely. We need more of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the whole mindset thing, because it's for sure much needed in our like time right now. Uh, there is a lot of, uh, you know, struggle with that for people. So I'm glad that you're putting that out. So I will follow up with you and you're creating a lot of bunch of other stuff. So I don't know if you want to mention it. Um, we can keep it hush hush if you want, but you're, show, uh, you're telling me about a brand that you're going to be bringing to the, to the public soon. Yes. So um, I definitely won't get too, too into it, but I will share a brief um, message about it and what the brand and uh, the brand movement is about. And the name of my new brand is called Ascendi. And with that being said, it was just late one night when I came up with this name so randomly. And the funniest thing is for the past few years, I've always told myself, oh, I want to start, I want to start a brand or a brand movement that really impacts and changes the way people live their lives. And I never for a second thought that it was going to be a clothing brand, to be honest. And all the different names that I had came up with in the past, they sounded good, but not, they were never so good that they drove me to make the steps forward and, or sorry, to take the steps necessary to move forward with the brand. And, uh, yep, this one night, just, uh, about a month or two months ago now, I, I really, really believed in this brand and I thought it was the best thing that I've ever came up with. And the next morning after writing it, I literally called and got the name trademarked. I, I really made it a priority. And I think that's something that's so important as well. And what Ascendi means or where it comes from is the, the Latin root of the word transcend, which means to climb or surpass. And the point that I want people to feel or when they're wearing the clothing or speaking about the brand or inviting people to join the movement is to really just know that 
it's it's so easy to be average. It's so very easy. And even though people, you know, they still have struggles, of course, um, it, it doesn't even compare to what it's like to be successful. And I really feel like it's such a small amount of people that can be successful because of so many limiting beliefs. And I really just want to change that. I want people to really just put on this shirt in the morning and say, I, I'm limitless. My, my visions and goals, they don't have to ever have a cap on them. Um, I don't have to only make $100,000 a year. I can make, you know, $5 million a year or whatever it might be. So I want people to just get rid of their limiting beliefs when wearing this brand and be a leader to other people because I really believe that we don't have enough leaders in this world and that we can always use more. And the opportunity and room for the leaders is is really unbelievable. There's It's countless. There's room for everyone. There's opportunity for everyone. And I, I just want to get that message across. I really want people to feel like they can do whatever they want to do. But it's still, it's not just a brand that says, hey, you know, dream as big as you want. You can do anything. It's really going to be a brand about being a leader and putting in the work because work is also necessary to reaching your dreams. Um, I always tell people, you know, you can do anything you really want to do, but you have to work for it. And that's the one thing that a lot of people aren't willing to do. So I really just want to cultivate a uh, brand movement where it's a group of people, a community that positively influence each other. I'm definitely looking at opening up a Facebook group and things like that and a gym uh, not too short down the line here as well. So I uh, don't awesome. want too much into it, but it's definitely going to be huge and very amazing. For sure. I am definitely going to support that movement. It sounds like my kind of brand. So I'm definitely going to be buying some shirts, going to rock some gear. All right. So yeah. awesome. 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 All right. So just before we close off the show, um, I asked my guests um, the one question. And the one question uh, that I ask all my guests at the end of the show is if you can give one piece of relationship uh, relationship advice, what is the best piece of advice that you could give? My best piece of advice that I can give that I really want to share with other people because I know that there are other people struggling with the same thing is that not everyone is against you. Uh, I was under the mindset that really everyone was against me and that I, w- I had to be by myself and that I had to be independent to be able to do great things in life. But that's the farthest thing from the truth. I really believe that if you take away that mindset and think to yourself or remind yourself that there is someone out there who will support you and will be positive and that will always love you, even Uh, despite maybe some downfalls you might have or maybe some negative qualities that you're working on. Um, Yeah, I think people are very judgmental of themselves and hard on themselves thinking that someone else wouldn't accept them. But if you just open your mindset to saying, okay, I'm going to give this person a chance, it really changes everything and it changes the trajectory of your future and I think the relationships that you get in so that's my most important piece of advice is that I even had that at the beginning when I was dating Jason, I I would get upset because I thought this guy was against me. If he disagreed with me, I thought he was, you know, against me. He didn't like me or he was judging me and he never was the whole time. He, he was just loving me and sharing his opinion. So, 
just be open to other people's opinions. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Steph. Yes, you're so welcome. It was so good to catch up with you, Rob. And yes. I know that we're definitely going to work together on my book. So I'm so excited about yes, that. For sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Boom. There you have it, guys. Stephanie Adair. She is such an awesome, awesome human being and soul. I love her to pieces. And you guys should go connect with her as well over on social media. Let her know what you guys thought of the episode, all right? Rob, your host, signing off. Peace out.